morning, America, and welcome to the final day of November 2023, November the 30th, believe it or not, Thirsty Thursday. Boss Big Show now on the air everywhere across the universe at 107.1997 FM on your Boss app, streaming, Bluetoothing, or at 1071theboss.com. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, whole crew is here and ready to go. I'm just going to do this once because I'm not sure how it's going to go. I've never attempted this before, but you know, I have this delusion that I do reasonable celebrity impressions. And I also have mentioned that I do all of the presidents except for Eisenhower back to FDR. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make an attempt this morning to impersonate the late Henry Kissinger. I think I I do a Kissinger. I've never tried to do it before, but I'm going to make an attempt. Hello, this is Henry Kissinger. I'm here to negotiate with you. What do you think? Any good? Good tribute to the man? Sounds like that Muppet. What was the Muppet? The Count? (laughs) Sound like more One, like the count than Kissinger. Two, three. Yeah. No, it's a, no, wait a minute. It did. First of all, that's not a Muppet. The count is from Sesame Street. <laughs> Whatever. Secondly, I didn't think that was that bad. Remember, he always it, talked uh, just kind of right at the bottom of his uh, vocal cords. Yeah. This is Henry Kissinger. Now I am dead. Every time you do a German accent to me, it just sounds like your Indiana Jones accent. That's all I hear. <laughs> and listen, I'm not implying that he's an Indiana Jones villain. I mean, no, he's, of one, course he's not. Two. Three. There you go. Same <laughs> thing. Yeah. Exactly the same. It's not a Muppet. It's just in a lower tone. That is not a Muppet. Yes. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> so if the count was heavily sedated, it would be Henry Kissinger, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Hello, Trilden. Ah, ah, ah. One, two, three. Actually, there's a bunch of things trending this morning, which is uh, about Jimmy Carter, because they're saying that this has been, the, uh, what a spectacular week for him. Even yeah. though he lost his wife, he now also has lost his arch nemesis from when he was president, because mm-hmm. he and Kissinger hated each other. So there's some interesting history this morning. Mm. You happen to go on your X on your Twitter. That's the big number one trend there is. Here's a shout out tweet to, uh, to Jimmy, who started off having a horrible week, but on the bright side, he just lost his arch nemesis. So there you good. go. Get that going for him. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. I don't, oh, think, I don't think it's that bad. I really, well, I'll no, never do. Of course you don't. I'll never do it again do it now. Radio. Guy's dead, so I'll never do it now. No. That's it. No, one no, and done, baby. No. Joe, what's your take on Aaron Rodgers returning to the field or getting cleared to return to the field? Huh? You uh, think? You know, any chance uh, he, he plays this year? There's no chance, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I mean, I, hey, listen, if he does, more power to him. No, that'd probably be a big risk, right, to put him out there too soon. Yeah, depends on what the doctors say. I mean, I don't you know. <sighs> I didn't go to medical school, so I don't know. That seems too soon. Yeah. It does, it just but this is a new soon. operation. It's a new thing. I know, but that that almost scares me more because they don't know yeah. how well it's going to hold up. I feel like yeah. there's a there's a big risk, you know, put them back out there and damage the knee even more. You know, you know what I think a lot of people don't realize, or they realize, but they don't realize to the extent it is. These people, these football players, are to start with are amazing specimens. Yeah. These are not regular people. No. These are not reg. I mean, if that happened to me or Robbie, we'd be we'd be uh, <laughs> uh, years. We wouldn't be back. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but I mean, these guys are a, a friend of Connor's played for the Detroit uh, Lions, and I got to tell you something. You come up to that kid. I've known him since he's in eighth grade, right? You go up and you you poke his you poke. I said I got I got to do this. He said what? And I poked his chest. <laughs> didn't move. Yeah, they train their it bodies. Didn't move. They they just I mean, have this, muscle these, everywhere. They're, yeah, they're they're not regular human beings. So I think a lot of times what people do is they say, okay, he's hurt, he's going to be out, and they put regular people timetables on him. He's Aaron Rodgers is nothing like a regular mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's something, too, that I think a lot of times people forget. But I don't know. But he's knows. also been beat up a lot. He's already almost 40 years old. 
So. Right, but he's not. He's this is this year is the first or last year rather is the first time he missed a game and all that. Yeah, yeah. They also can afford to have the best trainers and oh, sure. nutritionists oh, yeah. and everything. So equipment, it, everything. It does help. That does help. <laughs> yeah, it's, again, like me, me and Robbie going over the YMCA. You yeah. know, will you stop dragging me into this? <laughs> I'm in perfectly good shape. I'm in the best health of my life. Let me tell Robbie, you, Robbie. If you blew your Achilles, you'd be in a wheelchair for for forever at ten months. And let me tell Minimal. you, I'd, I'd love every minute of it. I'd cut oh, every line. Oh, I'd milk would. it for all it's worth. It'd he be would great. Love it. And I wouldn't. Let's I wouldn't stop Disney telling World. people about what it, what I'm going through and what my doctor's visits are like. That's all I'd want to talk imagine? about. Imagine. I'd be oh insufferable. Let me tell you. Yes, you would be no doubt matter of fact i'm insufferable now so i don't know what difference it makes but mm. shailene woodley she'll tell you aaron Rodgers is not a normal man Mm-mm. honka honka all right rochelle uh, finally got the mri last night speaking of uh bodily oh, yeah. issues mm-hmm. so you have nerve damage we've confirmed that a little bit of nerve damage yep and they're about 99.9 percent sure you get the herniated disc yes i also found out i have carpal tunnel not related to this. But. See, I thought that had to do with typing, but they think it might be genetic, which was interesting to me. Well, and hmm. also the fact that I I worked out a lot hard, and I never I didn't humble do, brag. I, no, I did. Well, I don't do it now. I did, and I don't have Aaron Rodgers money, so I was just doing <laughs> what I, you know, I watch a YouTube video, the and little I was curls at the plane of fitness. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. I probably messed myself up. But yeah, I finally got my MRI, and I have to. I, they gave me a little disc so I can see. What it was, but I obviously have no idea how to analyze any of that. You got to go back to your internist, right? Yeah, but I, I have to tell you, I kind of enjoyed the MRI. Is that weird? Yes, I think it is. <laughs> she said this last night. They, you know, they go through the whole litany. And Joe, you and I both didn't like it. I mean, I couldn't do it. And you said you barely got through it. But she goes and they say, look, we can sedate you, and you know, we can make you more comfortable. Take your time. She goes in there. She nearly took a nap, took a snooze yeah. in the MRI. Yeah. She's like, this is comfy. I they like put this. Headphones on me. They had Taylor Swift going, and and. I was just kind of comfortable. I, it was, it was Swift, warm, baby. I'm it telling was you, warm. You, Other than the humming sound that kept happening, I was yeah. pretty comfortable. I could have laid there all night. Taylor Swift, the magic elixir. They had the folklore <laughs> on, so it was nice and soothing, and it was yep. just, it was nice. I didn't, I didn't hate it. it. I was put like, you, roast you right in there like a pig on a spigot. That was the one thing when I came out. I didn't. I, I felt like I. I almost felt like I went into the tanner because my face was all red yeah. and I got kind of hot. And she said that was normal, but I, I, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was warm and toasty. I always and, get a little woozy when I get out of them. And that's just from laying down all that, to, you know, I, 20 minutes like that. I, I liked it. I don't know. I had a little pillow under my legs yeah. and a pillow on my head. And Come to think of it, this is how we make our millions is we start marketing <laughs> an MRI machine that does the medical purpose, but it also tans you when you leave. So yeah. Come, come out all bronzed. With that. Well, there you go. Perfect. That's how we make our millions. Ever. Perfect. <laughs> Great idea. All right, let's talk about the big broadcast for today. By the way, you know who's driving me crazy is La Bamba. You know La Bamba, who used to be in the Max Weinberg yeah. band, and now he's got the La Bamba holiday hurrah going on yeah, over at the Stone Pony? We just gave tickets away. Yeah, we gave tickets away, and he was on the Conan show, you yes. know, for years and years and years. And he and Mark Pender and some of the other people that you know from Conan, if that's you ever watch Conan, yeah. or you know from Max Weinberg's band, when he would not be playing with Bruce, Max had his own group, and these are all the guys from the group. La Bamba reached out and wants to come on and promote the show. And I said, sure, you can come on. We'd love sure. to have you on. We're going to talk to him next week. Well, now he's sending me the history of his crew. He doesn't stop emailing. He's like a prolific emailer. Oh. He sent me uh, pictures of his uh, kids, what they're up to, because they're no, all musicians. Really? Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm like best friends with La Bamba. He's just uh, emailing. He emailed me at uh, about an hour ago at 5 o'clock in the morning. Emailed me last night when I woke up. I had emails from a midnight last night. I was in bed at midnight, but... Well, that's nice. He's a prolific emailer. I, yeah. At we least get, he's not texting you all night. I mean, no. that would be worse. Well, we haven't given La Bamba my phone number, so... Oh. 
Well, maybe don't. <laughs> Sorry. We'll have him on next week. He's driving me a little crazy. I got to be honest with you. I think that's nice. He wants to come on and say hi. I, I got it. We're, you know, we're, we booked a time. He's going to come on, and that's great. Next week. He's, Only- make, he's making sure you read up on him and you don't just make something up. I know everything there happening. is to know about Labamba. I'm sure you And do. what I really want to ask him about is the uh, the manicuring of his mustache. I'm sure he'll appreciate Because as you know, I'm thinking about work. going just to mustache, but he's a, I know. he's a prolific emailer. Jesus. I mean, like nine emails in one day. It's impressive. Hi, Labamba. <laughs> sure he's listening this morning. It's a place I believe in Atlantic Highlands. Oh, okay. All right, on the uh, program today, we'll do Tipsy or Toddler. It is a Thirsty Thursday, so we'll do a little Tipsy or Toddler. Backward Newbie. No, Mystery Newbie. I don't think we're playing it backwards. Mystery Newbie. A little name Mystery that tune. Mm-hmm. When your passes go see Richard Marks, along with Rick Springfield at the Basie. We'll do that at 710. I'm told we have a real good one today, a tough one. Oh, geez. For the Mystery Newbie. Yesterday was tough, too. We'll do the Fast Five birthdays. Uh, he said. She said. Coming up at uh, 750, we'll fire up that free money machine after 8 o'clock for your chance to win some cash. Right here, right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local businesses, organizations, community groups, charities, putting on events. We share them all right here, right through the holiday season and beyond. So if you got one, let us know ASAP, 732-774-4444 on the Text Connect. You can get to us through the website or direct messages on Facebook at 1071theboss. Now, if you go to 1071theboss.com, you can already make a donation because a big event we got going with the Boss Roadies and the entire crew, all the Boss Jocks, next Friday, week from tomorrow, December 8th, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's the 6th Annual Boss Mistletoe Rock Radiothon, sponsored by Ashley, presented by Ashley, to support the JBJ Soul Kitchens. We'll be live from the Freehold Raceway Mall and from both of the Soul Kitchen uh, main locations in Red Bank, and Tom's River. That's yes. all day Friday. You can get all the info and you can donate right now. And if you are able to donate more than $20, you can get tickets right now to our after party, which happens the following Wednesday, the 13th, over at Bar A. Mm-hmm. So all the uh, Mistletoe Rock Radiothon info is right there, 1071theboss.com. couple quick reminders while you're on the website. We got that $10,000 You Pick'em Challenge. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. If you're a big football guy, big foot- football fan, yes. just go right there and you can enter your picks and you could win up to $10,000. Thanks for our partners. That's a You Pick'em Challenge. You just click the football graphic on the website. Love that. Also, uh, next week, we'll be giving out uh, $100 gift cards every single day to Earth Treasures Jewelers, including a $1,000 grand prize for our favorite story about the weirdest gift you've ever received. Love these stories. Last year, we had so many submissions. They were so funny to And you read. would think that someone's going to say socks, you know, yeah. but people come, strange stuff. I think our winner last year was a, they, uh, a strip club. Is it the, the parents brought a stripper over as their gift? <laughs> this is so strange. Did somebody order a pizza? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You can click that link right there at 1071theboss.com, too. Wanted to make sure you know all of those are up on the website. Ship Bottom Christmas Parade is kicking off this afternoon, 1 o'clock, along Long Beach Boulevard, 5th to 25th Street. The best overall trophy, as well as cash prizes awarded for first, second, third place, or best theme for family or individual entry. It's shipbottom.srs.net. For the details, the downtown Asbury Christmas tree lighting is happening Saturday night starting at 5.30, Press Plaza. I wonder if that's named after our company. Because, you know, uh, we started as the as part of the Asbury oh, Park Press know. Organization. Then we became Press Communications when we got the radio stations. I wonder it, if that's named after us. Not named after me. I got nothing to do with it. But well, I wonder if Big Boss Bob has got something to do with it. Let's just pretend that it is. Press Plaza. <laughs> it's our plaza. In Hasbury, enjoy hot chocolate, <laughs> cookies for attendees, carolers from the Alphabet's preschool. That must be kind of cute, yeah. right? And Santa Claus will be there on the fire truck lighting up that Christmas tree. It's asburyparkchamber.com for all the details. And the Seaport Stitchers Quilt Guild having their annual holiday quilt sale. That goes on Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4 in Tuckerton, Tuckerton, at the Seaport <laughs> Shanty. 
handiwork from more than two dozen quilters. There'll be quilts to buy, table runners, door decor, gift bags, kitchen items, and a whole lot more. And all the sale proceeds go back to local charities and educational programs. That's Seaport Stitchers Guild. Quilt Guild, Seaport Stitchers Quilt Guild on Facebook for all the info. All right. There you are, a couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. You, yes, you, on our Community Bulletin Board. Everybody is uh, posting this thing on their social media pages. Hashtag Spotify wrapped. We're supposed to list for the holiday all the music that you've listened to all year long on your Spotify playlist. Oh, okay. Is that what that is? I guess so. This is apparently a big thing. You said Lola showed you her, right? Sh- yeah, she showed me her top uh, play of the year, and I didn't really know what that was. She just sent me a picture of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, she likes all the Broadway show tunes. It's all she listens to. That her entire playlist on everything is Andrew Lloyd Webber. So I decided I would be a smartass, and I posted, uh, <laughs> I, here's my playlist. I have no Spotify. I've never used Spotify. Ah. I listen to the radio. Mostly yeah. this radio station. So could you do me a favor if you listen every single day? Could you post that there and use the hashtag Spotify wrapped just so you can tell everybody I don't listen to Spotify. I listen to the radio. I like it. Because I get music for free on the radio. I mean, just think <laughs> about it. This is the American way. It's free. It's free. Other people do the work for you. Mm-hmm. We pick the music. We push play. All you got to do is sit there and it's free. What a great country this is. You know what I'm saying? It's great. Hashtag Spotify wrapped. You've got the Spotify. Though, don't you? Yeah, I, don't, I truly do not have an account. I just pulled up my top songs for 2023. I don't know how I feel about you having one. Uh, I feel like you're being disloyal to this program, well, this you, radio station, by having a Spotify here's account. The thing, I don't listen to Spotify. Well, then why do you have it? Well, because Lola sends me her songs. And so all of my songs are also Andrew Lloyd Webber and the music of the night. Those are my top songs. Right, because I don't know that don't, you I ever listen to that sort of thing no. in the car. You always have the station on. I, I always have the station on. If it doesn't, if I'm traveling, I listen to Audible and right. I listen to Smut. And this is absolutely true. Rochelle has one CD in the car. Actually, I don't think the new car has a CD player, but up no, until up until this car, we still had a CD player in the car, <laughs> yes. and she had one lone CD. It was Celine Dion's That's Greatest right. Hits. That's right. <laughs> I own that. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you, yeah, I was going to say you're not a streamer. You're not into no, that sort I don't, of stuff. No, it's but. too much work. It seems stressful to me to have to go through. And then there's, if you skip a song, it tells you you can't skip anymore. And then right. th- that, what's the whole point of me choosing my playlist if I can't skip through the songs that I don't want? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, our podcast is on Spotify. Oh, it is? Yeah. So you're allowed to download it, I guess. <laughs> You can okay. download it if you're getting our podcast. I may actually myself, I may be a hypocrite now that I'm thinking about it. I may have been on there to see how our podcast appears, you know, if the graphic comes up right, if the spelling is right on, oh, yeah. on Spotify. We are on here. I just yeah. looked it up. All right. So forget everything I just said. Sorry about that. <laughs> My bad. Attention shoppers. This is the beginning of the holiday buying season. Remember, as Americans, it's your duty to spend as much as humanly possible to prop up our tottering economy. Load those credit cards with stuff you don't need and that relatives will be returning a day after Christmas. Overspend on cheap electronics that will break down in two months. Or make sure you buy the extended warranty that the store won't ever honor. This is no time to wait for a sale. But for those cheapos trying to get a good price, show up at 6 a.m. and just let your kids get their own breakfast for a change. 
And when your loved one sees the bill for your insane spending spree, just remind them, it's Christmas, a time for giving. The rest of the year is the time for paying for all that giving. Merry Christmas and a debt-ridden new year. We'll do the mystery newbie of the day for Diggett's Head of the Base. You see Richard Marks and Rick Springfield. We're calling it the Coogpalooza. Ladies love Rick Springfield and Richard yes. Marks. And I'm sure there are a couple of fellas, too. Yoo-hoo. Get those for you right about 710 <laughs> this morning. And now with a look at the weekend and the week ahead. Here he is, the boss with the hot sauce, Uncle Ross Bretain with the horrible scopes. Morning, Ross. Aries, some things that have been swept under the rug can emerge in small ways today. Oh. While your spirits are generally good, it's not the best time to see your relationships clearly. It may be best to give your heart a little more time on a matter, and patience will serve you best. Pacemaker, you know. Taurus, you can have a feeling of being overwhelmed at times today. It can be a time to reevaluate matters and allow yourself more time, but not to drop or abandon a pursuit. Mm. Don't worry too much if you're a little out of sync with others or your goals. Fine. It's temporary. Okay. Gemini, wishful thinking today can blur perceptions related to romance, business, and long-term planning. You're unlikely to be sure about making a big decision, and it may be better to avoid overcompensating for feeling uncertain, and instead make time for rest or a time out. Mm. Cancer, while your activities with clear goals tend to fare well today, matters of the heart are not as straightforward. The desire to do something different or unusual can be healthy, but staying in limbo can sometimes be more draining than simply deciding and living with it. How low can you go? Leo, self-improvement can be an active, positive focus for you today, and so can activities related to home and family. If you're feeling discontent on a social level, however, you're like to feel this more intensely and it's better to keep things status quo than to push ahead say nothing virgo a venus neptune aspect can tempt you to hide things about yourself or escape responsibility when you should probably stand up for yourself uh -oh. be prepared and keep watch for a tendency to focus on everything except what really deserves your attention yeah, nice job Libra, today's Venus-Neptune aspect makes it a fuzzy, uncertain time for decisions about love and money. Mm. Avoid people-pleasing as a quick fix for achieving the peace and harmony you crave. Take care of yourself rather than doing everything for everyone else. May I please you, sir? Scorpio. Venus is in your privacy sector, and you need time to process and digest recent experiences. Yeah. Vague dissatisfaction can weave in and out, so aim to connect with your genuine needs or work on your happiness rather than looking to others to bring you joy. Sagittarius, a Venus-Neptune aspect today, could leave you feeling you're not getting what you want. But try not to stay in limbo too long, especially for little problems. Avoid starts, making waves, or making decisions until your confidence returns and timing improves. Capricorn. <laughs> With Venus at the top of your chart these days, it generally points to increased enjoyment of your work or duties. I doubt but it. there are times like today when you may need to take a break from performing. Yeah. You might agree to something to please someone <laughs> and then regret it later. Ooh. Aquarius, today is more about winding down than pushing something forward. In fact, a little hesitation can help you find yourself. <laughs> Making minor improvements to your life is especially favored on emotional, mental, and physical levels. And finally, and finally Pisces, you may feel slightly out of sync with others today, and the temptation might be to go out of your way to make them happy. 
it may be better to aim to learn your own needs rather than to spend your time trying to figure out what others want. And those are your Thursday horrible scopes. Sorry, I'm busy people-pleasing. Can you not bother me right now? <laughs> Did you see this story? I'm sure you have by now. About Richard Dawson. <laughs> there's a there's a name you thought you wouldn't see trending ever again. The the uh, game show host? Yeah, the former host of uh, Family Feud in yeah. the 70s, 80s, and in the 90s. Uh, Richard Dawson would kiss every contestant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't remember yeah. this, right? Well, every female contestant. <laughs> right. Go up and give him a little it was smooch. Like a, and it was not like right. a, on the cheek. It was a it was a kiss. Yeah, but I mean, not like a tongue kind of kiss. He would no, just give them a, a southern gentleman kiss. And I, I realized that. I don't know that, if that's a southern gentleman. No, uh, I, think, I don't know I about don't, that either. It's right on the lips. And it wasn't just uh, he was going up to uh, pretty girls. He'd kiss uh, oh, grandmas. I know. And I know. Everybody. Celebrities. He'd kiss everybody. Anyhow, it's come out now that uh, from a producer who used to work on the show as a young kid at the time that they would make all the women test for herpes, all the men test for herpes, just in case anybody you know, had some sort of a, you know, blisters on their lips. They, Richard didn't want to kiss him, and they figure even if the woman didn't have it, if she kissed the man and then kissed Richard, Richard could get it. So he liked you doing, believe that he liked doing this little thing, but he didn't. We wanted to make sure everybody was clean. I don't know. What do you think? I don't believe. That. And why is this just coming out now? I mean, it's kind of never happened. I mean, yeah, he died like. 10 years ago, right? It might be longer than that, yeah. (laughs) That never happened. Why do you think it never happened? It sounds plausible to me. It's, no, it's, no, no, it's not. It's ridiculous. People thought of those things? No. I I think, I I think people thought about it, but I I just, I, I don't know. I can't believe that it wouldn't have come out before. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I also think it takes longer than a few minutes to get the results back from a herpes test. Back it? then, probably, yeah. Well, I, so would know, the- I would know nothing about it. Uh-huh, I'm sure. <laughs> I would. I would know nothing about it. But <laughs> no, uh, I, I imagine there's some people, if this is true, that were asked to leave and were not allowed to be on the show because they... Or he just didn't kiss them. Didn't pass it. No, he kissed everybody. You ever watch one of those? They're yeah. still on the Game Show Network every day. Didn't pass the test. I mean, it probably would have been a good idea... Yeah, it would have been a great idea to do that. But I, I don't know. It does seem very strange that it's just now coming out that something like that. I, with all of the contestants that he's kissed, you would think that one of them would told had told one of their friends yeah. or family, and by now that would have yeah. come out. Yeah. I don't. I don't know though. I mean, he did go right for the lips. Now, obviously, uh, we watch the show now, and you say, "Oh wow, that's uh, <laughs> it's an old show from a different time." It's a lot. But are you offended by it? I mean, you couldn't do it today. See, I just watch it and say, well, you couldn't do it today, but it's kind of fun that he used to do that, I guess. I don't know if offended would be the word that I would use. Because I'm sure there are people that watch it and just think it's horrible that he's kissing every woman that comes on the show. I, again, I don't think I would be offended, but I do think that, A, yes, you, you could not do that now. And Would you be offended if you were a contestant on the show and he wanted to give you a little well, peck? Y- if you go on the show and he's the host, you know this is going to happen. Right. You know that going into it. Part so, of what you sign up no, for. Right. So I think... These women all knew that he was going to kiss them. Yeah. If they didn't want to be kissed, I'm sure they would have said something or maybe yep. not have appeared on the show. Well, that's what they said about Weinstein, too, so I don't know about that. Well, that's but. true. That's true. I- you know, they talk about Sean Connery being the best James Bond, the first was the best. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. have to say the same about Dawson, right? There's been so many people that have done it. I mean, Har- Steve Harvey's fine, but Richard was probably the best, right? What do you think? No doubt. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I did like uh, Louis Anderson. He's a funny yeah, guy. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> and horrible. you feud, half you. What would be horrible? How, who doesn't like horrible. Louis Anderson? What's wrong? I can't stand Louis Anderson. That's ridiculous. Really? It's horrible. He, but that, that show was great. You know what it was more than anything, anything else? Is that all you had was Richard Dawson to put him up against. And there was no one like Richard Dawson on that show. No one. Didn't the second, Ever. the second guy, I think, killed himself, didn't he? It was a terrible thing. Ray Combs. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember Ray him. Combs. Remember that? Oh, that was terrible. And then there was a guy from Home Improvement, Richard Karn, Hal Borland, mm-hmm. and then there was John O'Hurley. So there's been a bunch of people that have done it over Horrible. the years. But, yeah. I don't know who doesn't like Louis Anderson. That's 
strange to me, but <laughs> congratulations to, uh, you know that group, um, the Black Eyed Peas? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andre 3000, he's from Black Eyed Peas, right? He is, yep. Uh, he's got an instrumental song out. It's um, kind of like a jazz thing. It's called, I Swear I Really Wanted to Make a Rap Album, But This Is Literally the Way the Wind Blew Me. It is the longest title, <laughs> the longest titled song ever to make the Billboard Hot 100 chart. That's and great. it's also the longest song in duration. The song is 12 minutes and 20 seconds long, longest ever to make the chart. Wow. And wow. the chart goes back to 1958, so over 60 years. This is the longest title, longest song ever. And it's a jazz song? It's kind of a jazzy thing. It's got kind of that, uh, remember that thing they did? I like the way you move. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess it was Outkast. It's a different group, but right. kind, of that sort of de- kind of that sort of deal. Okay. Well, good for him. I think we're going to add that to the rotation here because there's a some- A 12-minute song. Yeah, because there's some mornings where I really could go down the hall and yeah. uh, do my business and not have to wait till the end of the show. go grab a coffee? Yeah, right. Send you out to Starbucks. It'd be great. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, drive over to the Dunkin'. Yep, you can do all that. Get a nice 15-minute break. Right. Even McDonald's right around the corner. I don't hate it. Thanks a lot, Andre. <laughs> By the way, Joe, speaking of the George Washington Bridge, I was reading uh, some opinion about all the uh, the price changes, you know, going over the tunnels and the bridges and stuff for people coming in from Jersey. And they're saying, oh, the congestion uh, pricing. Yes. Right. And they're really nailing the uh, the truck drivers, I guess, if this whole thing goes through. And so they're saying they, they expect more trucks, so the truck traffic might be even worse going over the GWB. The bridge. Is that right? Well, what they're doing is they're not going to give you the discount at the George Washington Bridge either, where you go to Lincoln and Holland Town. All this has been leaked, apparently. We, I haven't seen a, an actual you know, government press release about it, but yeah. still, it's going to be, I, you know, this is going to be a mess. And, and I just don't understand why the city of New York is trying to Oh, I know why they're doing it, but but the city of New York trying to balance their transit budget on the backs of taxpayers from New Jersey. Sure. I don't get it. And that's what it is. And you know what, Governor Phil, good job. Sue their butts off. Yeah, we'll give them credit for that. We're credited yep. too. But uh, in, in its tractor trailers, it's big rigs that would pay the biggest Everything. fee to go over. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Well, that I don't have a problem with. So they, they, true. Yeah, I but it I would be, cost yeah. them still uh, less than, what is it, 36 bucks to go uh they go below 60th Street, so then if they send oh, them up this to the... G- all, yeah, but this is all, again, we don't have it in, right. in writing from the from the government yet, so we'll have to wait and see exactly what it is. My but, point being I that mean, if more trucks go to the GWB, that'll make the traffic headed to the Cross Bronx even worse, right? Yeah. Well, but see, I would think it would do the opposite. Well, see, here's the other thing that people aren't mentioning is that the big trucks aren't allowed in the uh, Lincoln and Holland Right. Tunnels. I mean, you have to be a smaller truck. Mm-hmm. You can't get those big over-the-road trucks through the Lincoln and Holland Tunnels. Right. I think one got stuck so. the other night, didn't it? I think it did. Yeah, but 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 again, the the I think they're going to try to stay away from the George Washington Bridge, those big trucks. But there's really no other way to go. Right. So I don't know. Oh. I, it, I it, none of this has ever made any sense to me. So I you know we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. But. I figured I would ask your expert opinion because I was reading an yep. article about that this morning. All right, how about this? Let's play for some tickets. Mystery newbie of the day. Go see Rick Springfield and Richard Marks coming to the Bay Seat January 18th. We're calling it the Cougar Palooza. <laughs> going to be a lot of excited ladies to see these two heartthrobs up there performing. All their, Think about all the hits between the two of them, right? They're waiting for you and should have mm-hmm. known better and Endless Summer Nights and Jesse's Girl and uh, I've Done Everything for You. Don't Talk to Strangers. I mean, these are just off the top of my head. Yeah. That's a lot of hits, right? Correctly identify the mystery newbie. This is a song, a current song, a song that's out right now. Sometimes we do the name of that tune with the, the moldy oldie, you know, like the mystery oldie, an mm-hmm. old song. This is mm-hmm. a brand new song. Identify it and win. 732-774-4444. I'll give you a little hint. I was just mentioning that song with the longest uh, title, the longest song ever to hit the Hot 100. Yeah. This song also in the Hot 100 right now. So it's a brand, brand new song here, our mystery newbie of the day. Identify it, huh. and you'll win those tickets to Richard Marks and Rick Springfield. So you got to be up with the hip stuff. You got to know, know your your classic hits. 
to win here on the Mystery Oldie Mystery Newbie. 732-774-4444. I'll play it again. On the chart right now. Tough, right? It is tough. It kind of it kind of sounds like an 80s song. It is not an uh-huh. 80s song, I'll tell you that. Uh-huh. I'll also tell you it's not Taylor Swift. Okay. 732-774-4444. One more time. All right, well, we're working on that. Let's mm. uh, go see what the moms are saying on the socials this morning. Sometimes grandmoms, sometimes dads. Hashtag M-O-M mom. Confessions. We hear from moms each and every day. And we share them about 720 and 920 just like this. Tough being a mom. Yeah. At Darling Danielle 92 said, my kid forgot what Skittles were called, so he's calling them Fruity M&Ms. <laughs> they are Fruity M&Ms. That's they right? are. It's yeah. not a bad name. I like it. That's right. Amy Colleen said, reasons my toddler cried this morning include, he wanted me to cut his toast, and so I did it, but he lost all semblance of composure because he realized that, or because I realized I wasn't supposed to cut the toast and the jam, just the toast. I don't understand how people fit this many characters on that. Is it supposed to just be like 140 letters? I think you get 240 if you have, some people get 240, don't they? I don't know. I don't know. This is a big, long thing. I just thing. like semblance of composure used on Twitter. I, I wouldn't even know how to spell semblance. <laughs> I have no semblance of how to spell it. Kimberly Munson said, keeping the Christmas magic alive by yelling, don't open that every time an Amazon box is delivered. Yeah, that could be for you. They'll ruin the surprise. Don't open it. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 72920. Send one in. You might hear yours right here. Meantime, still working on this. The mystery newbie of the day. One more time. All right. I'm told we have some callers going to take a shot at it. Good morning. It's the boss. And they hung up. Good morning. It's the boss. Good morning. How you doing? Good. How you doing? All right. How, how about uh, Guaranteed? Nope. That is not yeah. who it is. No. Nope. Good Good guess, though. What do you say? Darren Cruz? What do you say? That's not it. Guarantee? No, that's not it. Know. Hi, it's a boss. Hello? Hello? Hi there. Hi. You know the song? Loving on Me by Jack Harlow. Is it Loving on Me by Jack Harlow? Have you heard of the Jack Harlow, Rochelle? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Number, oh, number nice. one song in America right now. Loving on me. You wow. got it. Congratulations. That's fun. That's fun. You get some concert tickets. Head to the Basie. You're going to go see uh, Rick Springfield and Richard Marks. So that should be a fun show. So pick someone to go with you. What's your name? Lauren. All right, Lauren. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info, okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't hang up. I got a feeling she's listening in the car with mom. <laughs> and she knew the song. And there Maybe you go. I on her way to school. Jack Harlow. Maybe... Maybe I have. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a rap. Yeah, you know what? He hosted SNL. He did. He, he's got the curly hair. Yeah. Yep. I know. Yeah, I'm cool. See? I know. <laughs> it's I number one it. song in the country right now. It. Yep, that's I it. Mystery it. Newbie of the Day. Loving on Me by Jack Harlow, your mystery newbie. <laughs> and she got those tickets. Nice job, Lauren. All right. On the way, we'll do the Fast Five and the birthday file. 645. Six forty-five, thirty-one. Here at forty-five. Oh, shut up! I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Brought up all the phlegm doing that Henry Kissinger impression earlier. Yes, you right. talk at the very Hair. bottom of your vocal cord. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hairball. By the way, speaking of your uh, medical problems, how's your tongue this morning? My tongue is better this morning. Yesterday, as we were driving in, Joe, I said, "What is going on with you?" Because she, she's talking like this, this, this. I said, "What is the matter? Did you uh, have too much cold medicine or something? What is going on?" And you said you burst twelve taste buds. Well, I don't know if it was actually twelve, but that's what it felt like on the side of my tongue. I bit my tongue, and then all my taste buds oh. were all inflamed, and so and then I kept biting it, and it just it was hor- and I think I was chewing on it while I was sleeping. It was the worst. Ah. It was horrible. It was yeah. horrible. I woke up and I was 
almost drooling. I'm like, what is a matter? Now there's Kissinger. You just nailed him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, you have an old Gmail address you haven't used in a little while. Make sure to use it today because the Google people say if you haven't used your Gmail account in more than two years, there's a good likelihood they're going to delete it, including anything you may have uploaded. They say the email addresses are likely to be compromised if they're unused, if the password hasn't been accessed in more than two years. The hackers and the... They get the bots that go through there and try and hack your passwords. Yeah. To say if it's been sitting there for a long time, uh, likely to be compromised to so go in there and use it today. And if you open it up and send an email, receive an email, you should be fine. But if you haven't used it and you don't use it, tomorrow you try and use it, it might be deleted. Uh-oh. So, good. That's not good. Get rid of all of them. Well, yeah, I guess if you haven't been on one in two years, right. you yeah. don't really need it, but... On that off chance you have one photo in there that you don't well, want to lose. Bon voyage, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye! There's still those people that get the Hotmail and the AOL like me, and it's a couple of people that still have the AOL. But. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Verizon contracted AOL to do their um, their emails a while ago. Right. So I have my, my, uh, my, my um, what is it? email address is at verizon.net, but right. it's an AOL. You go, you sign on to AOL to get it. Oh, Which really? is weird. Does it yeah. still do the uh, you've good mail? Does it still do the yes. deal? Oh, yes. really? Wow. That's fun. <laughs> this kid, yeah. <laughs> Got the dial up sound, you know, like you're using an old modem. X. Oh, I used to love that. We go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you great. finally get through, and then somebody picks up the phone upstairs and doesn't realize you're on the internet. Yeah, right. and you lose connection. Wow. <laughs> Ma! Ma! I'm on the computer! <laughs> Trying to chat. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. PNC Bank has released uh, with inflation what the items from the 12 days of Christmas would cost in 2023. It's pretty funny. You hire 12 drummers drumming, $3,468. That's not New York. 11 pipers piping, $3,207. Again, the musicians union. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even sure what the hell this would be, but 10 lords of leaping they expect would cost you about $14,539. Where does one find a Lord of Leaping? Here's a bargain for you, Joe. Eight maids of milking, 58 bucks. What? <laughs> Gross. $58. Get some maids in here to milk you. Awesome. Six geese a lay in $780. Oh. More expensive for the geese than it is for the maids of milking. Four calling birds, $600. Three French hens, $330. Two turtle doves, $750. That's up 25% from 2022 with inflation. A lot of inflation on them turtle doves, you know? <laughs> and if you were to plant a pear tree... $319. Wow, that's a lot. Partridge not that's, included, I suppose. That's nonsense. That's up uh, I put a, I put a weeping cherry in the front of my house. It costs like a grand. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Yeah, call my landscaper. He charged me a thousand bucks over here. Yeah, yeah. Now, again, I, I granted it's, you know, it's Union County, New Jersey. So it's a little different from, uh, you know, Iowa. But still. <laughs> I heard drummers drumming $3,000. Joe's like, not with the union. Let not with you. the union. Not around here. If you enjoy all those festive movies on Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel, I'm sure you like our show as well. And we provide you with wholesome holiday family entertainment just like this. Time once again for Tipsy or Toddler. We've lined up some phone callers. And if you too would like to be a contestant here on Tipsy or Toddler, you have a story you'd like to try and stump us, whether or not you were a little kid or a drunk adult, tipsy or a toddler. You can always text us, 732-774-4444, or reach out on any of these social media pages, email addresses, and get in touch. And you, too, could be on Tipsy or Toddler. Crazy stories, but did it happen when you were a little kid or when you were drunk? Mm -hmm. Let's start on line one. Here's Donna. I peed my pants on stage, and everybody laughed at me at a birthday party. Mm. Boy, that really could go. This is the quintessential Tipsy or Toddler 
story. Yeah. Could go either way. I'm going to go little kid. I'm going to go little kid, too. All right. I was a little kid at a ah. birthday party. My mom didn't let me drink soda unless I was at a party. <laughs> so I was downing it like I never see it again. I probably would have a whole two liter before I was called on stage for story time. <laughs> oh. Reading a story only to me, which was weird already, but I guess the point was to scare one kid at a certain part of the story. Ah. And the clown lunged at me. I freak out and I fill my orange jumper with two liters of Coke. The other kid saw it and started laughing and pointing. Now I hate clowns and soda. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, wow. You love clowns yourself. <laughs> no, nope, I don't. Remember you made a, a kid pee when you were in that haunted house a few years I ago? I did. That was actually really fun, yeah. Rochelle, uh, other people. <laughs> Rochelle got to be a celebrity zombie or whatever it was at this haunted house <laughs> yes. a couple of years ago for Halloween. Because I'm terrified of haunted houses. And yeah. I would never walk through one myself. So. And they do the thing where you can't touch the people, but right. you get just close enough, you go, oh, out of mm-hmm, the shadows, and mm-hmm. this little girl peed herself because Rochelle she, frightened her. She fell on the ground and peed her pants. It was great. You're going to have to answer to that when you get to the pearly gates. You know I, what I'm saying? I will. I'll own up to it because it was worth it. It really was. Say, Peter, this is freaking funny. It was hilarious. You <laughs> see I mean, did little girl Pete. It was hilarious. She wasn't a little girl, first of all. She was like You 15. told me she was like 14 she years old. She was like 14 or 15. That's a little girl. She's not like a, you're acting like she was a toddler. Like right, she fine. went there with her friends and she was being a punk and I ended up scaring her and she fell on the ground and peed her pants. <laughs> it was hilarious. Not that Coca-Cola needs to help, by the way, but it's funny to me how parents let their kids eat chocolate bars, uh, juice, yeah. but soda is only on special occasions. True. So funny to me. There's sugar and everything. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, here's Lance on line two. I stole money from a bunch of Girl Scouts. <laughs> stole money, robbed the Girl Scouts. Uh, I hope for your sake you were a toddler, a little kid. That's a way to earn your Boy Scout badge. No. <laughs> robbed the Girl no, Scouts. No, it's not. I'm going to say he was a drunk adult. Okay. I'm going to say he All was right. drunk and stupid. I was a little kid. All right. It was uh, the late 90s and I desperately wanted a Game Boy, but money was tight and my mom wouldn't buy me one. So some girls I knew from school and saw they were selling Girl Scout cookies at the grocery store and they had a lot of cash. So I went up and talked to them. When they weren't looking, I snatched their cash and <laughs> took off. Wow. I may have only gotten 100 feet before they tackled me to the ground and started kicking me. They took the money back and then one of the girls spit in my face. Oh, my gosh. The story was all around the school on Monday, and I never lived it down. Well, I mean, rightfully so. <sighs> Just think about this scenario. You're robbing the Girl Scouts. Then you get beat up by the Girl Scouts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, of course people are going to talk about you. That's crazy. Man, I hate to say this, <laughs> but you're an idiot, all right? You are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Troy. I hit myself with a brick. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you hit yourself with a brick. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I'm going to say little kid. I'm going to go drunk adult. I'm going to go tipsy. Are you? Okay. Yep. I was a drunk adult. Yep. Yes. I was convinced this guy was sleeping with my girlfriend. Oh, okay. So one night I was out with some friends getting hammered, and I had a bright idea when I saw a brick laying in a parking lot. So I had my friend drive me to this guy's house. Oh, boy. And I got close to a bedroom window, threw the brick as hard as I could. Unfortunately, to my surprise, the brick bounced off the window, came back, and hit me in the face. Oh, wow. my gosh. I had hurricane windows. I don't know. But no one was home, fortunately. But he was banging my girlfriend. <gasps> They're married now. Oh, my oh. gosh. I guess you uh, you dodged a bullet, but not a brick. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure that hurt a little bit. That's craziness. Got time for one or two more. Here's Diane. So I farted on a microphone <laughs> in the room 
people. <laughs> you were drunk. I got hit in the face with a brick. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say she was drunk. You were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was a drunk adult. Yep, yep. <laughs> I teach a yoga class and I let one of my girlfriends talk me into like having one to two mini glasses of wine right before I had to teach a class. And um, I wear a headset with a microphone. So I was in a wind removing pose and I knocked the headset off and the pose was doing what it was doing. Um, and the mic fell right by my butt. And the phone echoes through the entire Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it actually made it look like I did it on purpose. And one of the guys from my class on his way out thanked me for actually making yoga fun. <laughs> we wow. can do a, a reenactment for you here. <laughs> uh... But we don't have to. There you go. Oh gosh. All right, I don't think it's going to get any better than that. That's how it goes. Tipsy. Or toddler. Thank you, callers. Congratulations again to Lauren from Manahawken. She has won her pass to see Rick Springfield and Richard Marks at the Basie. Correctly identified today's mystery newbie of the day as Jack Harlow, Loving on Me, which is the current number one song. I don't think we've ever done the actual number one song on the mystery newbie. So just took one call and she got it. So there you go. I guess people do know what the number one song <laughs> is in the world, right? Reminder to drive home with Van Dusen. He's got tickets to see Brian Adams at the Prudential Center, March the 16th. All the info on both shows, 1071theboss.com. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We'll start momentarily at number five and count down today. Reminder to stay in touch with us also on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. I become Mr. Facebook. I'm the guy updating the uh, Facebook page. Usually uh, you're the social media director, yes. but kind of taking it upon myself to put some stuff up there. Like uh, yesterday I posted about those goofy traffic signs. Mm-hmm. You know, the train is supposed to say uh, crash eggs at 34 or whatever, and now yeah. they're like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Don't don't blow, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They just come up with these goofy things. Gobble gobble, don't wobble. I mean, I just... Ho ho ho, don't blow. Yeah, well, that's what I was told anyway. But uh, I feel like it should just be for traffic information. And, and you know what's interesting to me? Fun. This is like a, a men are from Mars, women are from Venus kind of thing. Because I noticed in the comments, the majority of the women went, "Oh, come on, it's cute." And the majority of men are like, "I agree. Just put the traffic info up. Stupid." So I feel like this is a this is a men versus women kind of thing Probably. For, for whatever reason. But yeah. it's just one example of what you get when you follow us on all the socials. The TikTok, the Instagram, we're on all of them. Get the podcast wherever you get yours. Yes, even Spotify. We are there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Robbie and Rochelle Morning page at 1071theboss.com. Number five. Here's a young lady and her little sister. I guess her sister's like maybe 10, 11. She's mm-hmm. in her 20s. And they're talking about words that are out. Words that are in, words that are out. Okay. These are little phrases that young, young kids would would never say today. So I guess, is Lola still in that group now that she's a teenager? She's just slightly older than the youngest group, the Alpha. They call the generation yeah. Alpha. Anyway, these are phrases that are out. What about bet? What about the laughing emoji? What? Do you actually use that? Do you actually use the laughing emoji? Like, yes. dead serious. When you laugh, if it's something funny, you do crying. Because no one laughs by using the laugh. Oh, the skull. The skull. That's you, only if you're like, yes. If you're like someone like the joke. Okay. If George is like, I have a bigger yacht than you, I'll be like, Wait, what? What? A yacht? A yeah. yacht. Stands for girl. Your. Do you have a BBL or if your butt shakes when you walk? That's when. Wait a minute. What now? They said a big yacht, and you said got. What is it? Yacht. It's a. It's Say a, it again. It's a big butt. Yacht. Giat. Giat. Girl, you have a big giat. How do you get that from giat? That's, that's what it is. It's, it means you have a big butt. Oh, I get it. I'm, I'm, thick, I'm reading the, uh, thick, yeah, 
Yes. The description here is a girl, your ass is thick. Yes. You got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How does a young kid know that? That's I, horrible. I don't know. Lola came up to me and asked if she had a giat, and I thought she was So it means you get a big booty. Like I thought a, she was asking if she was sick. Like, okay. I didn't know. So she did explain it to me, so I do know that one, but. It's, it's like the twerking booty is what they're talking about. It, but it I mean, sounds it's like. twerking. It just means, like, do you have, like, a, a big butt? A big juicy butt. Like a, yeah, like a bubble butt, which I, is I it, wish though. I did, by the way. I do. It's the only place I don't I, have any padding. I wish I did, but it sounds like yacht. It does, but it's yacht. That's so funny to listen to these kids the way they talk. <laughs> it's it's weird. I don't. The kids don't use emojis anymore. The young no, young kids. No, you don't. I, every once in a while, but they're not the same ones that we would use. You, it's just it's different, and they use weird symbols too. Like they use the the semicolon and the smiles, and they make their own things. I, I've gotten a little bit better with Lola because she does help me, but. It's still so. Those are not emojis. They'll use like the comma, the semicolon they to make. They do use some emojis. This but is they... like when you used to type in eight zero zero eight to make boob on your yeah. calculator yeah, when you but, were a kid. And they use the emojis differently than we would use them. They're not the same thing. It's it's very strange. I wonder sometimes if I were uh, a young kid today, uh, my folks being the way that they were, if they uh, would have gotten me a phone or if I would have had to wait because I was. Uh, they didn't even, I mean, I guess they had the cell phones in a bag yeah. when I was a kid, kid, but I was an adult before I ever had a cell phone. So I wonder today with cell phones being what they are, I wonder if I would have had a cell phone as a, you know, a nine-year-old. I, I, I don't think I would have. My guess is I, I wouldn't I don't know. Have. I don't know. Most kids have them by the, by the time they're 10 or 11 yeah. now. So it's, even Grayson in his class, they did a good job during the week. So they're allowed to have social media, not social media, but technology time. And there's kids in his second grade class with a phone. Like my uncle is and 75. That's... He still doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> still doesn't have a cell phone because he thinks people are tracking him. I think it's well. great. <laughs> still doesn't have it. He's like, I bring quarters and I use the pay phone. I'm like, where the hell do you where? find a pay I respect that, but where do where? you find a pay phone? <laughs> Yet. Yet. Number four, there's an employment recruiter who has posted advice on three things you probably should lie about if you're asked in a job interview. Oh. You should lie about these in a job interview if you want that job. Number one, if you were leaving your job because you really dislike it, because you don't get along with your boss or your colleagues, you're going to lie about this. Please do not tell them that your boss doesn't like you. Don't tell them that everyone's really hard to work with. All they're going to hear when you say that is that you are difficult. Instead, you're going to say something like, things are going great, but I want to take on bigger challenges. The second thing that you're going to lie Hmm. about is why you want the job. 100% 100% of people who want a job want it for the money and benefits. No. Instead, you were going to tell them why you're passionate about the company's mission, why this job is your life's work, yeah. and you are just such a good fit for the culture of this company. And the third one is your plans for the future. I don't care if you were starting grad school in six months and just need this job as filler, and you were going to jump ship as soon as you find something better. When they ask <laughs> you about your plans for the next five years, your plans are to be at that company. Come in, knock it out of the park in this role, and continue to grow as opportunities arise. i got to tell we are doomed as a society because I just disagree with all of those. I really do. You should absolutely come in and be like, yeah, I'm quitting a job because the guy I work for sucks. You know what I'm saying? I won't listen to him. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But, and then yeah. you should absolutely be totally loyal to your job and you should want to be there because you want to be there. I don't I don't get it at all. You got to read the room when you're in an interview, though, because if the person who's interviewing you is not someone who's... Well, then I don't want the job anyway. Well, right. It's probably not a job for you. And also, let me tell you another thing. With all due respect, if this is your profession, I'm not meeting with the HR recruiter. I'm not doing that. I want to meet with the person I'm working for. Or I'm not interested in the job. He he or she doesn't have time to meet with me. I don't have time to take your job, okay? 
I don't want to meet with some recruiter and talk about, you know, because they're not yeah. the hiring person. That's their whole, they don't even uh, work in the office. They're HR people. Sometimes they hire outside firms to do this. And again, that's fine, you know, but for me, I want to meet the person I got to work with every single day. Sure. I want to know the guy that's signing my check. You know what but I'm you saying? You can't say that in your first interview. Uh, you're goddamn right I could. <laughs> I absolutely would. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm telling you. Kids, listen to me. You don't want to get into a situation like that, okay? All right. <laughs> what am I, shocking you here? I just, you. I mean, you can't. You can't say that on your first job interview. It's, that's not how it works. Well, you can, and I would. Well, I mean, I don't think you've ever interviewed for a job outside of this industry. No. It doesn't work like that. You yeah. have to go in, and maybe the second interview, if you if you feel comfortable enough, you could say something. But you're never going to get a second interview if you just walk in with that attitude, or at least I wouldn't. Why is you. that a bad attitude to say, yeah, I'm telling you the truth, and I want to be here, and I want to be here for a long time? How that's, do you know that's you want to be attitude. there if you've never started Well, then why the job are you there? applying for the job? Because of the salary. Like she said, it's no, a good-paying job. The money will come with success. Unless you have my will career, it? which is a different story will for a different it? time. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I think you should just work and I should be a stay-at-home Mr. Pro- Mom. Probably for the best. Bonus, bonus story for you. <laughs> this is kind of an early uh, dumb crook news. 12-year-old boy taken into custody after leading police on an hour-long chase in a stolen forklift. This happened out in Ann Arbor. This is where you went to school. Really? Yeah, by the University of Michigan. Police Chief Patrick McGuire there in Ann Arbor talking about the chase the kid on the forklift. <laughs> On the local news. Somebody was driving by one of our schools and noticed a youngster that they thought was trying to steal this piece of equipment. So we sent some units up there to kind of check the area. And uh, sure enough, they saw this big piece of equipment driving on the road. So we were afraid that traffic might actually drive into it and be struck by this very young person driving a vehicle they weren't familiar with. So we were mostly staying with them just to, to keep it illuminated and warn other drivers. As well. Man, there, there's another job I could never handle, I could never have, because he, he's so calm. He's handling that so well. I'd be like, there, there's a 12-year-old on a forklift. He's loose in the town. Oh, my God. <laughs> But luckily for everyone, I am not a police chief. That's that's a crazy story. (laughs) It's one thing to steal a car. He stole a forklift. Forklift. Love it. Don't go very fast, do they? Number three. No, no, it's a low-speed chase. It'd be like stealing a tractor. I don't understand these. We've had a couple of these low-speed chases. If it's a low-speed chase, just get out of your car and run up to him and push him out of the forklift. Like, what are you... (laughs) Just push him out. No, twelve year old. I'm going to run He's you 12. over with this forklift. No, you're not. I mean, you're going two miles an hour. There's I can, plenty of time I can to keep stop. up with you while I'm running. <laughs> and he's twelve. What's a low speed chase? Just get out of the car and push him out of oh the car. Oh my god, there's a forklift loose in town. I don't understand. Number three, a New Hampshire trash transfer station has now found three lost wedding rings that were accidentally thrown away over the past couple of years. Here, their director of public works, Dennis Sinabaldi, talking about finding these wedding rings in the trash. It's kind of an amazing thing. When you lose it, you figure it's gone forever, and then you get a phone call one day from the uh, Department of Public Works. I know this seems to be continuously happening, so it it is getting a little crazy. So I knew where the first scoop went. I know exactly (laughs) where on the floor it was. I know it's, it's a lot of stuff to go through. It's like trying to find... In a pile of leaves, one specific leaf. I mean, because everything looks the same. I grabbed the ring, brought it up, cleaned it off for her, called her up. She was heartbroken on Wednesday, more than ecstatic on Friday. Oh, you see, what's interesting about that is it appears she called the Department of Public Works. It says, I accidentally threw away my ring. Can you go through the garbage and find it for me? That's amazing. What? Talk about customer service. That's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. I don't know that I want the ring back once it's been uh, through through the uh, sewers or in the trash, but... Where was that? Up in New Hampshire, yeah. which is not where I'm from, by the way. So don't even say it, okay? I'm not. Yeah, I know you're from Boston. Eh? Um, up in that, uh, you know what? Can you imagine you call up the your local? I can't New believe Jersey? they take the call. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm sorry. I lost my wedding ring. Well, I'm sorry, hun, but it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Nothing it's I can gone. do for you. I'm going through the trash for you. Nothing I can do. You what? want me to do what? <laughs> <laughs> why? No T at the end. Just why? <laughs> Bonus, bonus story for you. This will take us into, <laughs> into our next discussion here. Poll has found that America's favorite holiday classic to watch every year is Home Charlie Alone. Charlie Brown. Nope, Home Alone. Home Alone. Christmas story number two. Charlie Brown Christmas <laughs> comes at number three this year for the first time ever, Joe. You right were, down the tube. Last year you would have been right, but this year Home Alone beat out Charlie Brown and Ralphie with the glasses who wants the uh, Red Rider BB gun. So, What's wrong with Home Alone? You don't like Home Alone? No, it's just it's not, you know, it's not Charlie Brown. I must. I think it's a generational thing, because Charlie Brown would have been from when Joe was a kid. Home Alone is now thirty something years old, so there's plenty of people that grew up with that movie. So I think it might just be uh, what's your holiday memory? Yeah, are, probably, know? probably. Some people, kids, they don't know anything good. Some people like Jimmy Stewart, who says, "Mary, I want a job forever." That feels very nice. Thank you for that, Mary. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> I'm throwing out number two. It's just stupid. I was trying to find a way to make it work. It's just stupid. I, I tried as hard as I could, and I just can't. So there's no number two today. Okay. Number one, a list of social norms that people are sick of. They include not valuing changing one's mind. Okay. The expectation of constant availability. Normalization of unsafe driving. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Hmm. And sprinkles on donuts. What? What is wrong with the sprinkles on donuts? It's on a list on a Reddit oh. thing or here are things that are very common now that people are sick of. Sprinkles You're on sick donuts. Of sprinkles on donuts? What is wrong with sprinkles on donuts? I don't think I like I a donut know. without sprinkles on it. I'm fine with it. Not I mean, an old there, fashioned but... is fine sometimes, but the sprinkles in the cream. I'll tell you what I don't want is frosting with no sprinkles. If I'm frosting, I want I want the sprinkles with it. That's for darn sure. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of sprinkles, but I also have no problem with them. You could have your sprinkles. I don't care. That's a social mm. norm. Mm-hmm. Become very common today. Don't like the sprinkles on my donuts. Okay. Mm. People tell me I'm a miserable individual. Can you believe that you're upset about sprinkles on donuts? Yeah, that's that's rough. Well, yeah. I don't want to go to holidays at that house. <laughs> Thursday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, Kelly Kowoko. She's 38 oh. today. You know her from the Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. and uh, the flight attendant. Chrissy Teigen, John Legend's wife, Clay Aiken. From American Idol. He ran for Congress or something, I think. And now he's Did back he? out singing. Yeah, he, he yeah. him and Ruben are buddies. Remember Ruben from American yes. Idol? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Ben Stiller, 58 today. Y'all know Bo, Bo Jackson, 61. Billy Idol, director Ridley Scott celebrating his birthday. Gone but not forgotten today. There's a whole bunch of them. Listen to this. Dick Clark, G. Gordon Liddy, June of the Pointer Sisters, Winston Churchill, one of my heroes, mm-hmm. Mark Twain, another of my heroes, and <laughs> but talk about a hero, Alan Sherman, Joe, you remember him? Hello, Mata. Mata, hello, hello Fada. Fada. Here I am at <laughs> Camp Granada. You guys left me alone. We're supposed we're doing a little, so we're having a moment here. Sorry. It's National Personal Space Day, National Celebrate Shelter Pets Day, which oh, is a beautiful thing. Okay. And National Stay at Home Because You're Well Day. Stay at home because you're well. Stay at home because you're well day. So take a sick day when you're not sick. That's day. right. Yeah. Right. Take a, call it Bueller day. Well, you're telling me too late. I'm already here. Bueller. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bueller. What do you say we try this thing out? It's he said. Yeah. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. All presented by Anthony. I think I mentioned the other day, he says uh, only his mother calls him Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. It's me and his mother call him uh, Anthony. 
<laughs> Dr. Anthony Lombardi's brand new Lipson IV is the new health and wellness center. Lipson IVs is in Marlboro. They're at 732-838-9449, making this whole thing possible. I just mentioned the thing about the Christmas movies, Home Alone, beating out Charlie Brown for the first time ever as the uh, most beloved Christmas movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Christmas movie does everyone love but you hate? Joe, is that your answer, Home Alone? Uh, no, the one with the BB gun. What's that one? The Let's Christmas see. Story? The second most yeah. popular one, yeah. Yeah, we did the show once from the, uh, they've, they've got the house where they filmed that. We did the show out there because there's now a museum. It's out near Cleveland. You know, that was just mm-hmm. trending yesterday. It has a new owner. I think it might be the Wicca, the Wiccan guy. Do we ever tell you this story, Joe? We went there. They, you know, we broadcast a show and they got a museum and a gift shop and all of that. And we were doing a week of shows. I don't remember why, but we were in Cleveland for the whole week. We did the Rock and Roll right. of Fame and blah, blah, blah. So we're at this house where they filmed the Christmas Story movie. And the guy that runs it is like, well, I'll give you a private tour. And like, great, this is cool. So we're walking through and it looks just like it does in the movie. And then the guy is right. talking about himself. And it turns out that in addition to running the uh, museum, he was also a, uh, a, a male wizard, a warlock. Like he's in one of these groups where they think that they're, they're witches. And Rochelle and I were like, well, it's time to get out. It's time to he leave just right said now. It no, just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. We were in the middle. He was giving us a tour. And he's like, oh, yeah, me and my my Wiccan clan. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? You're, what? You're, wait, what now? I know, right. Excuse me? Just kind of ruined that whole like, movie oh, for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. We run it. And I, yeah, I'm just, I'm a Wiccan. So you I, tell me that, wow. that guy now bought the place outright? I, I don't know if that's him. His name is uh, Joshua uh, Dickinson. Okay. He's bought, he's a new owner of course of it is. Dickinson. Um, <laughs> But they just sold the home. It was on the market for like a year, and now he's going to run the museum. And he was someone who had previously worked there, so I don't remember his name if that was him, but it might be. I'll tell you what Christmas movie annoys me is the uh, the Love Actually. Everybody, that, you know what? That is my answer. Everybody seems to like that movie. I think it's just so saccharine and annoying. I love rom coms. I really do, and right. I love I love love. I love Christmas, but Love Actually is a terrible movie. The annoying. It, it's, it's only famous because syrupy. there's a ton of celebrities in it. No. Yeah. I th- just all of those movies that they do, they do several of them. There's Valentine's Day, New Year's. New Year's Day, yeah. They're only famous because of all the actors in them. It's a horrible movie. Yeah. Someone needs to say that Hugh Grant is annoying, too. I mean, I don't know why. And why does he get a pass? He should have been canceled years ago. I don't like him at all. I, I, I don't know. I don't hate Hugh Grant, but... I, I don't either. He's an Oompa Loompa now. I don't hate Hugh Grant. Is he really? Yeah, he's in the new uh, Wonka, which is out this season. Yeah. But I do. I don't. You would think that would be a movie as a woman who loves love and Christmas. Would I would like it? But I don't. I think it's so annoying. All right, and so, I hate yeah. all the storylines. It just doesn't make. I, I don't like it. That's uh, Love Actually Two, Christmas Story One. How about you? What Christmas movie? Everybody seemed to love it. They watch it every holiday. But you hate it. I'll tell you what. I really I love Chevy Chase, but I had a hard time getting into Christmas Vacation. But now I'm into it. Now I like it. But for a long time, I thought it was overrated. But not now. I like it. You've okay. you've turned me around on that one. And Elf uh, as well. I was not into Elf until I saw it with you, and then you made me fall in love with it. Oh, good. You know, like they say, when you have a kid, it changes your whole perspective. Yeah. With Rochelle, it's goofy Will Ferrell movies. 732 <laughs> I'm glad I've changed you for the better. Yeah, well, I don't know if about If you're that. not first. You're last. That's right. <laughs> I love that. I and love man. that line in that movie. It's such a great movie. This is, is a great line. It really is. Call or text. If you're not first, you're last. Facebook us. Your answer's coming up next. Christmas movie everyone loves, but you don't like it. I'm pretty sure the turkey's through. It's turning blue. Don't want to get another case of salmonella. I think the pumpkin pie's okay for one more day. I better eat it now or I'll get salmonella. I thought we ate it up, but it's still there. In the Tupperware and there it's going to stay. Till my mom sees it growing hair. No, 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 no. Pew! Don't want no salmonella. That's all I'm trying to tell you.
Getting going with a he said. She said. Holiday he said, she said. We're talking Christmas movies today. There's a new list out. For the first time ever, Charlie Brown has been beat out. Not the most popular Christmas film to watch every year. He's number three. Number one, Home Alone. Number two, Ralphie, The Christmas Story. So we got wondering today, what holiday movie, what Christmas movie? Everyone seems to love it, but you hate it. 732-774-4444 to call or text. Get us on Facebook and all powered this morning again by our friend, the good doctor, Anthony Lombardi, and his new Lips and IVs, the new Health and Wellness Center. He has just opened up in Marlboro. Thank you, Dr. Lombardi. Yes. Lots of hate for Elf. Really? 0047 said, can't stand Elf. 8923 said, Elf, I don't hate it, but it's not as nearly as good as everyone thinks it is. Janice says, Elf is the most overrated holiday movie ever. I was uh, <gasps> lukewarm when it first came out, but I've seen it. I think it's one of those movies, the more you watch it, yeah. it kind of improves because sure. you, you just get so familiar with it, you just kind of get to like it, you know? And you got, I mean, come on, Bob Newhart and yeah. Ed Asner and... World's best cup of coffee? Congratulations! <laughs> what what do you, uh, what's your diet there, Elf? Uh, it's it's the sugar, sugar, what is it? I can't even think of what he Syrup, says. Syrup, sugar, Sy- sugar, yeah. sugar, Maple spaghetti. Syrup? <laughs> right. Maple syrup, yeah. <laughs> Gene says, Jack Frost, it's so sad. Yeah, that is a sad it's movie. You ever seen that? Such a sad. I saw it once, and it was one of those ones that it was so sad that I didn't want to watch it. Because you go into it assuming it's going to be like Frosty the Snowman, it's which not. is kind of sad in and of itself, by the way, because freaking Frosty melts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the Jack Frost movie, Michael Keaton plays a guy who has a heart attack and dies, and dies. comes back to life as as a talking snowman to spend time with his children, yes. so they're not alone on Christmas. What a horrible! I mean, I know. And then he melts. It's at the so end. sad, You're right? And then he goes away, and he's all. See you in heaven when you kids die. I mean, oh my God, Michael Keaton. Go back to being Batman. You're bumming me out at Christmas. Really is a sad movie. Angie said, Jingle All the Way. It's just stupid. It is stupid, but it's delightful. (laughs) Turbo Man. (laughs) No, I want it over there. (laughs) Text from 5636 says, My whole family loves mixed nuts. I can't stand it. Never heard of that one. That's uh, uh, Steve Martin. Oh. I, I mean, Rita listen. Wilson, because in that Steve's great, but sometimes his movies are are hit or miss. Like I a lot think, of people like the jerk. I don't like the jerk. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, he works at like a suicide hotline, and that's kind of how the movie starts. So it does. It is kind of a, a little dark. Yeah, yeah. So I can understand not loving that movie. What's that movie we watched? I think it was Paul Rudd and Robin Williams. And you're like, well, how can this be bad? You got all these funny people. It was super it was depressing. Really sad. I and I also have a hard time watching anything with Robin Williams in it now. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. it just it's just hard to watch. But you can go back and watch Mrs. Dowd fire and it's still like oh there he is but you this movie was just bad yeah. and you're like oh robin man this is great. don't tell have the family not tell anybody you made this stinker yeah paul, One more. Said, paul said every year my wife makes me watch the christmas prince mm. it's the cheesiest movie the acting is horrible and the worst part is there's like four sequels she's already asked me to watch it this weekend and i'm dreading it sadly i've seen the christmas prince it's one of the netflix hallmarky kind of movies i believe morning it's the boss morning morning uh, uh the answer to the question the worst holiday christmas movie I can't stand a Christmas story. Yeah, that's funny. That's what Joe said, and yeah. we were kind of surprised yeah, by that. Yeah, everyone makes a big deal about it. Every time I put it on, man, it, it, it works better than any Ambien, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and there's All a, right. there's a couple you. of sequels that are out that are even worse, so you really want to take a long oh. snooze, a long holiday nap. Let me. Oh. T- <laughs> Hi, it's your boss. Hey, what's going on, Rob? How you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> you got an answer for us this morning there, big fella? Oh, well, we got uh, anything on the Hallmark Channel. There it yeah. is. A lot of Hallmark yeah. answers this morning. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves it. Uh, when I go hunting, she can watch it all she wants. There you go. You're taking all your aggression on Bambi while she watches the Hallmark movie. There you go. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that heartwarming? Christmas movie. 
Everyone seems to love it. You hate it. You don't like it at all. You don't get it. 732-774-4444. Taking your calls and texts or your Facebook answers. 1071, the boss. Free money music monitor. Yeah, let's go get caller number 10. Hi, it's Jose from Portland. Hi, Robbie. How you doing? All right, my friend. How are you? Good, good. On my way to work. Oh, yeah? What do you do for a living? What do you do working for a living? I work for a brokerage company, so I commute from Parlin all the way down to uh, Pennington, New Jersey. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, we appreciate you listening on that long commute you got there, sir. Oh, definitely. I, I, my, me and my wife, I've spoken to you guys. We had one to Leslie Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Parlin, remember? Yes, I do remember I now. her off. Yeah, so I drop her off in Par- I drop her off in Princeton, and then I come down here another 20 minutes wow, wow. Yeah, so, all right well thanks yeah. for having us on that whole time and uh, congratulations you're through again you're number 10 and you got a visa gift card nice job awesome oh, that now, just you, made my commute a lot better <laughs> if you've got the uh, two songs we played we'll get you qualified yeah, for that one thousand yeah. dollar cash bonus uh, uh let's dance which is one of my favorite david bowie songs and um oh what a night the four seasons the, with frankie valley there you go That's you're right. qualified for the one thousand nice dollar cash bonus on monday nice job my friend Awesome. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Rochelle. By the way, we just played that Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons song. You know, they call them the Jersey Boys because of the Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Frankie was in town last night. I heard he put on a great show over at the Basie. So shout out, as always, to all our friends over at the Basie Center, including our buddy Tito Puente Brian, who did not invite me back to meet uh, Frankie Valley, who's one of my ask one of my favorite singers. Of course I did. <laughs> he, he probably wasn't No, doing Fra- Frankie's not doing he anything. Do I guess he, he's had a bunch of bouts of pneumonia over the past yeah. year, so I think he's... I, I think I reached out to him even before COVID, and he, yeah. he just doesn't do them. No. It's not, Frankie does not do that. Frankie's not Frankie available. He does not want to meet you. <laughs> well, Frankie, Frankie's out. He does not want to meet me, but anyway, if you keep a track with the Free Money Music Monitor, also uh, just be aware that was Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons with the Oh, What a Night song, you know, the Jersey Boys, right? <laughs> It's He Said, She Said yeah. on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Thank you, Scott. Powered by Dr. Anthony Lombardi's brand new Lips and IVs, the new health and wellness center, Lips and IVs in Marlboro. More on that in just a second. We're talking uh, Christmas movies here. Christmas movies that everyone seems to love, but you hate them. You don't like that movie at all. What's the? Why do people have to watch this every year? I don't get it. 732-774-4444 is the text connect and the phone line of callers here at Boss HQ or the Facebook page. A lot of answers on this. Casey said Christmas with the Cranks and Deck the Halls, both horrible movies. Deck the Halls, you just said that on, right? That's the one with uh, Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito, Matthew Broderick. It's not a great movie, if stupid. I'm being honest. It's it's pretty stupid, but I love Danny DeVito. I think he's hilarious, and yeah. he's just so over the top in that movie that I I like it. I'm surprised no one has mentioned the Santa Clauses, because the first one's pretty good, but the rest of them with Tim Allen, a little they're lame. pretty bad. A little yeah, lame. they're pretty, especially the third one. That's yeah. really bad. I'll tell you another thing, because everybody loves Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, with the little puppets that move. But then you get seven, eight, nine, ten of them in. There's like Santa Claus is going to Bermuda. I mean, they made like a lot of those over the years. I actually have a text from 4509 that says Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The stop motion special movies are creepy. The movements, especially the older ones like Rudolph, freak me out and the voiceovers don't match. I don't understand the hype. Don't want to watch it. Listen, I don't. I get it. I happen to like them, but I can understand how someone would not. Remember the one with the heat miser and the, uh, yeah. the evil ice king mm-hmm. or whatever? And I the, get, the I get Yeti. That. The Yeti's just kind of running around. I mean, he's creepy in that. I get he's that. He's not a Yeti. He's a Bumble. And Bumble's bounce. Whatever. Remember Bumble's bounce. He's, yeah. Yukon Cornelius. being nice at the end. I, I wish I had a beard like Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> said no one ever. Well, I can't grow a beard like him. <laughs> I wish I could. Let me tell you. Diana said the Scrooge cartoon. I can't stand it. The Scrooge cartoon. You mean the yes. Jim Carrey one? Uh, she just said the cartoon. I think Jim she probably- Jim Carrey's not the- 
the Jim Carrey is in a cartoon. It's like CGI. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of Christmas Carol, everything. So, mm, yeah. Uh, Alyssa said the Muppet Christmas Carol. Why? Just why? It's not that bad. Come on. There's a Mickey uh, Christmas that's animated too. I wonder yeah, if she I've means seen that, that one. one. I, well, this is the Muppet Christmas Carol, so I know uh, the Muppets did do one. Yep, Michael Caine. Okay, I'm Michael Caine, and right. I am Scrooge. We were talking about it the other day. I didn't think it was terrible, but I get it. It's, you know, you see it once, you've seen it. You right. don't need to see it again. This is kind of surprising. 9071 said, I dislike A Wonderful Life. Listen, it's it's a, kind of a depressing movie, similar to Jack Frost. I mean, I think it's it a more is. powerful film, so you feel that uh, the fuzzies at the end, whereas Jack Frost just leaves you depressed. But Yeah, and it is, it is kind of one of those movies. Once you've seen it, you've seen it. I don't know that you need to see it again, but there are some good quotes, and obviously it's a... Now, Home Alone is it started this whole thing. Now, the most popular Christmas movie. Can we talk about two, three, four, five, six? The other Home Alone movies—they're terrible. See, I think two is all right when he goes nah, to New York. I stupid. didn't hate that one. The third one is better than the second one with the other kid, and then the, from there no, it just goes farther downhill. No, I disagree. I like that French Stewart guy. I think he's funny in the third one. French Stewart is funny, but the movie is. Because remember, French Stewart was on Third Rock from the Sun. He's yes, a funny guy. He is funny, but the third movie is horrible. The second one was still all right. At least they still had all the same characters. Yeah. The, it throws it off when they just bring a whole new cast in. It's, you thought it's it was the, taboo to bring up topics at the dinner table. It's what Christmas movie do you like? <laughs> <laughs> That'll divide families this holiday season. <laughs> Christmas movie everybody seems to love, but you hate it. 732-774-4444. We keep the text connect open and the Facebook going all day long, even after the show. Welcome to the annual lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, where this year, the ornaments were generously provided by the company Pornaments, makers of adult-themed Christmas decorations. And my, oh my, just look at that gorgeous 88-foot-tall Norway spruce strewn with lights, tinsel, and giant phallic-shaped vibrating devices. Of course, this year, the traditional Christmas star will be replaced with a custom-made ornament replicating Ron Jeremy's anatomy to scale. We uh, see now the crane moving into place to hoist the Ron Jeremy ornament atop the tree. Here comes the second crane to assist. And the Ron Jeremy ornament has been successfully placed atop the tree where, oh my, the uh, tree seems to, to be buckling up. Perhaps the weight of the Ron Jeremy ornament is, oh, oh my God, it, it's toppling over. Run for your lives, people! Oh my God, 88 feet of Norway spruce has crashed to the ground with giant ornaments crushing numerous holiday skaters. Oh, look out for Portament debris is still falling everywhere. Oh my, take cover, people! Get under the awning! We're talking about Christmas movies. And Joe mentioned that he hated a Christmas story. We got a lot of answers. Christmas story is actually a popular answer. We were just talking to uh, Scott at Red Bank. He said he hates a bunny suit when the kid's in the pink bunny suit. Yeah. We actually tried those on because I mentioned we did a we show did. from out where they, they have the museum and they filmed the movie and all. We should post that on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook. Okay. Just like a bunch of idiots. I couldn't I couldn't zipper it all the way up. I was no, too, we had to put two on you. Shocking. I, <laughs> I was too big for the bunny suit. Yeah, we put two on you. We put one on your head so you had the hat and then one on your legs just to pull it up. It, it, actually, Joe, the problem was it wasn't long enough. It wouldn't zip yeah. all the way. It, it wasn't long yeah, enough. Yeah, well. So he had to have two on. Rochelle looked very cute, you little pink bunny. Oh, of course you did. You look cute. I just look like a goon, of course. But I like the bunny suit. It was warm. I'm sure I, it was. I need me a bunny suit. If it's they, like that Snuggy thing. You yeah. Know? If it wasn't 60 bucks, they probably would have bought one. <laughs> I think it was like 160 <laughs> yeah, bucks. They were really expensive. <laughs> of course. You go in there. Uh, didn't you buy a leg lamp? I did. I, yeah. bought, I bought a couple leg lamps for gifts that year. I think everybody that I knew got a leg lamp nightlight from me that You year. know that thing, Joe? I know you don't like the movie, Joe, but you know in the movie they do that. Oh, Fragile. It must be Italian. You know that? 
that line in the movie, but yeah. and they get the the leg lamp. Mm-hmm. Some people mm. are answering the. Uh, they, it's weird talking Christmas movies, but they're answering the Rockefeller tree lighting, which was on TV last night. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson getting good reviews. Matter of fact, uh, this is kind of neat. Darlene Love and Cher perform together. A little bit of this. This is Christmas, uh, baby. Please come home. I mean, other people are talking about Barry Manilow and his plastic face. I mean, we all know that Barry's had some work done, but it looks as though Barry has had some new work done. And who's ever doing it, it's got to be at a bargain basement price, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, there's nothing you can say about Cher. That's a powerful set of pipes right there. Yeah, I mean, you got to love Cher. Yeah, that's really, really good. fun. Did you see any pictures of Barry this morning? Me? No, I did not, no. You see the pictures of him? He, it, something's going on. Well, here. I've seen pictures of him, you know, in the last now, I know, but something months. happens. He must have had it done before he performed at the tree lighting last night because there's something going on with Barry's face. It is uh, even maybe, abnormal for him. Maybe it was the lighting. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> something's going on there. He just looks, his face just looks very, like, he, I think he gets fillers done, and, and that's okay, but I think he has too much, because you can't really see his eyes. Mm. Like, he has so much in his cheeks, because he's trying to fill it out, and then he, he's never had the big lips. His his face just looks like he has a mask on, almost. That's it's, creepy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a little, it's a little creepy, and I love Barry Manilow, and I have nothing against fillers and Botox and all of that, but I think he's just going a little bit But you got to get it done right, is what yeah, we're saying. Yeah, he's doing too much. Hey, remember it's Joe was much. talking about going up to the football player and tapping him just because you want to feel what yes. a big guy like yep. that? You want to go up to Barry and just touch those cheeks and just see if they crack like a hard candy. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Barry, what's going on over there? I don't know if he got implants or something, but there's it's just a lot in the cheek on. area. It's, yeah, I it's agree. too much. I, I'm not, I can't, I can't put my finger on what it is, but it's just too much. Our own uh, Michelle Amabile was out last night at the tree lighting. She managed she to score a press pass and she get to, I don't know how, because she wasn't doing meet and greets or anything, but she somehow managed to get backstage with Joey Fatone. Hanging out with Joey Fatone. Hey, hanging out with Joey. No so. big deal. Yeah. Lucky. How about that big fat Greek wedding movie, Joey? <laughs> hey, we're going to kill you. There's a <laughs> Ian, we're going to kill you. <laughs> There's a website, a lawyer website, Shook and Stone. Shook and Stone. They're looking for business, along with Stephen Salami. Shook and Stone have put out a list of the uh, 10 most common accidents that happen around the holidays. Beware, or you might need the services of Shook and Stone. Slipping and falling on uh, ice um, right. sure. in front of a business. Yeah, that makes sense. They say it often happens when people are stopping to make a donation, whether it's the Salvation Army or something like that. Really? I mean, luckily, we haven't had any oh. snow or anything yet, but if it's icy out front, you're kind of walking by, then you stop and turn around. You're not looking where you're uh-huh. going. You can slip and fall. You turn, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, right? so. Alcohol-related injuries, decorating. People hurt themselves, yeah. stapling yeah, stuff oh, yeah. to the roof definitely, and all of that. Definitely, definitely. Choking and or getting food poisoning. People mm. tend to eat foods they don't eat the rest of the time yeah. at holiday get-togethers. Yeah. Electrical fire and electrocutions. <laughs> Can you imagine this is a thing that happens? Grandpa's rigging up the lights, he juices himself. It does, though. They put. Too oh, it, I bet it happens a lot more than you think it does. Too many too many uh, on the outlet, the strip there, and it just overheats. Yep. Listen to this. There's a, a growing uh, number of people, they're not sure why, they say are suing because they're allergic to festive plants. They say they've dealt with lawsuits involving employers who will decorate the office with uh, with real greenery. They put a fake tree. If you're allergic, really? you're allergic to the uh, balsam or <laughs> the Fraser fir, you got a lawsuit on your hands. Interesting. People huh. suing their employer or public, public spaces where well, they put the tree up and they're not aware there's going to be a tree and they have an allergy. Crazy, huh? I guess you do have to be careful with that yeah. nowadays. Everybody's allergic to something. Yeah. This- We're going to find a way to get in on this and you and me go down to the islands for a couple of months. What do you think?
We're going to sue our company. Well, I don't know about this company. We have no decorations up here. Yeah, no. It's dust. That's all that's here. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Not going to happen. Getting set to wrap it up for today. Tomorrow, finally Friday broadcast, one week away from our Radiothon for the John Bon Jovi Soul Kitchens, by Mm -hmm. the way. Finally Friday show with the freak out to kick off the weekend. Last chance to tickets with real or fake to go see Rick Springfield and Richard Marks will do. He said. She said. At 7.50, dumb crook news, fun facts, and a whole lot more in the morning after 6.00.